0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction, Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. HUT! HUT! HIKE!
1: Monsters. I'm Taylor Dahl and we are joined today by Keith Jenkins. He's a multimedia reporter for the Cincinnati Inquirer covering the Bengals, the Reds, but most importantly for us today, the Bearcats. Uh, so if you are not familiar of why we want to talk about the Bearcats, Keith is here because he was able to cover wide receiver Tyler Scott, who has been making a splash at camp. Keith, this has been obviously just the first week of camp. Pads just came on recently, and this guy is already making flashes in in the Bears world where fans are talking about him, media is talking about him. All of all of the Bears world is talking about Tyler Scott and how we fit him in this wide receiver group in on the Bears offense. So I'm super excited to learn a bit more about him today as uh, he has been catching a whole lot of attention in camp. So thanks for hopping on with me.
2: No problem, no problem. I do have to say, I'm no longer with the Inquirer. Oh, okay. I left the Inquirer last year, and I'm now with the Associated Press. I just wanted to put that out there, but oh, no, yeah. it's a pleasure to talk about, about Tyler.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I know you, I, That was a while. So, a, Associated Press now, um, and Keith Jenkins is your name. How do we find you? What is your t- uh, Twitter handle, just in case people want to give you a follow also?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, at Mr. Keith Jenkins is my I don't know. Is it X now? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, you can find me at Twitter slash X and and all the other social medias, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. And then my personal website is uh, keepjenkins.com.
1: Okay. Are you still in the Cincinnati world?
2: I am in the Cincinnati world. You're right. Everything you said was right. I'm still covering Bengals, Reds, Bearcats. I did cover Uh, Tyler during his time at the University of Cincinnati just my uh, place of employment has changed a bit (laughs)
1: got it okay I just I'll make one little last comment because I'm a Cubs fan and this Cubs Red series um, has been really fun for the Cubs the last couple days but
2: holy (laughs) crap
1: a lot if you want to talk about runs being scored watch this watch this series because there's a lot of them
2: I mean how many how many touchdowns did the Reds give up (laughs) last night holy crap (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, let's slide into Tyler Scott. So I'm going to start off by reading a tweet. And this is just one of five million that have been posted about Tyler Scott. Uh, Greg Braggs, he works for CHGO Chicago and uh, covers the Bears and so when he was at practice yesterday he said Tyler Scott just broke Jalen Johnson's angle, ankles in a one-on-one. Came into Jalen about eight yards downfield. Gave a little shimmy and shake. Jalen hit the deck. Nasty move from the rook. And that just that's what we have been seeing this entire camp so far and it's been so fun. Uh, we saw a, a tweet about a, a 50-yard bomb from Justin Fields. That was a highlight a few days ago. And a lot of that was the mention of Tyler Scott's speed. His route running. Obviously moves he can make after the catch all of those things are just little highlights that people are talking about but let's back it up a little bit and look at the path that Tyler Scott had through college and what happened in those years to kind of amp up that that production and attention his first year only played four games, had just three receptions for 20 yards uh, uh, and a touchdown. Now, the number increased to 30 receptions for two, 520 and five touchdowns his sophomore year. That number stands out to me as 17.3 receiving yards per reception he had that season, which when you that's the number you want to see when you're looking at wide receivers. And then obviously in 2022, 12 games, 899 yards, 54 receptions, and nine touchdowns was still 16.6 yards of reception. So, can you tell us a little bit about what happened over those few years and how he became just such a, how he grew into that bigger role throughout the years in Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, Tyler is a special player and you outlined that. We saw flashes of it as a freshman, um, but yeah, it wasn't until that sophomore year where he really put it all together. And it's, it's funny. So he played a lot of running back um, in high school when he comes from a heavy track background, which explains that, that speed. Um, but Luke Fickle, when, when he was at Cincinnati at the time, he actually wanted to put Tyler on defense. He kept, oh. like, joking with the, him and, and with the, his assistants. He would really be a great defensive back. And it wasn't that he wasn't a great offensive player. It's just Luke having that defensive mind was like, man, he'd be a great defender. Um, the first play of Tyler's sophomore season, um, he ran a deep post. And just like you described, he gave a little shimmy and then stemmed his route, got the uh, defensive back in a position where he turned his hips toward the outside. And then Tyler turned inside to that post and Desmond Ritter let it fly. 81 yards later, touchdown. And that's how that 2021 season started wow. um, for the Cincinnati Bearcats. That college football playoff run. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a special year, and that's when Tyler basically said hello to the world. And that deep post, and I think that's maybe the play that uh, Justin Fields caught uh, Tyler on, that that route has almost become Tyler's signature. Now, he he can make plays on a variety of routes, but that deep post, he has an uncanny ability to really sell that fade or that outside route and then get upfield and get up that seam. And that's a big play that really landed him on an NFL roster. Um, he did it throughout his sophomore season. And then again, his junior campaign. And it's like, it's almost like, you know, as a defender, as a corner, you're, you have to protect against that route. Do mm-hmm. not let, you know, Tyler beat you on that deep post. And time and time again, Tyler found a way. And I think what his Hey, what makes him special is you have guys who have speed. You guys, you get, you have guys who have, um, you know, quickness and that twitchiness, but Tyler's able to harness it and use it at the right times um, and really create leverage with it. And, you know, make you kind of, lull you to sleep with kind of some of the short, quick stuff. And then, you know, it's before you know it, he's off to the races. And once he's got the ball in open space, it's just it's just really hard you know to catch him and get him on the ground. So he's a special player, again he tracked back ground, running back background, played a lot of a multitude of positions at the high school level in northern Ohio, but when he came down to Cincinnati, they put him at wide receiver and once he made that huge impact in game 1 of his sophomore season, he was off to the races and and that's what landed him to where he is today.
1: I love hearing those stories of just that that first game of when Everybody was probably like, okay, he's on notice now. We're, we're looking at Tyler Scott and other teams also at that point. And at, at that first game, the Miami-Ohio game, 81 yards and a touchdown in that one, which obviously when you are that's your breakout game, you're kind of like, okay, we're looking. And now for the rest of that season, especially because of the way that season went for Cincinnati, I'm sure that kind of highlighted certain aspects a little more. I personally was cheering for Cincinnati that, uh, that season. I'm always like the big underdog person when it comes to college football because I'm tired of the Bama's and Georgia's winning, personally. Um, So I was rooting really hard for Cincy that season and it it really was fun to kind of see him go through that and, and progress through the season. But you mentioned it several times when you were just talking his speed. His speed is something that a lot of people talk about. Uh, he w- he did run track, so that, that is a factor in it. But one thing that really stood out to me is when you're reading scouting reports and, and people say it's debatable that his speed, which obviously when you're running a 40 and they're just clocking that, a lot of times that speed doesn't fully transfer to the football field. And you'll yep. see that, you know, they'll, they'll say he, he ran a 40, but his in-game speed, his GPS now that they they can track in the NFL, is not quite as fast i hear the opposite when it comes to tyler a lot of people are like he looks almost faster when he's on the when he's on the football field and when he finds that open space is that something that you noticed there in cincinnati
2: no doubt no doubt he is a gamer he he is everything about his game um goes up a notch when the lights come on and and i think that's that's the players that you really want you you it's one thing to be a a practice hero or Mm -hmm. to to play really well in shorts and a t-shirt, you know, but when the lights are on, uh, when the stakes are highest, um, when everyone's watching, when the pads are on, and and, and the live bullets are are flying, so to speak, that's when Tyler really shows and and, and his strengths um, come alive. The funny thing about Tyler is his best friend is Trey Tucker. And Trey Tucker was a draft pick for, uh, the Oakland or the, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. I keep saying Oakland Raiders, <laughs> the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And those two guys grew up together, um, in Northern Ohio in the Akron area. Um, they went to rival high schools. Um, but they, they grew up together. They ran track against one another and they pushed one another all the way to Cincinnati to the point when they're running forties against one another. Um, they're trying to be faster than each other. When one guy makes a play, the next guy's trying to make a play. They really have this close bond. And I think it brought the best out of each of them at Cincinnati. And it's really going to be interesting to see how those two guys progress as one's in Vegas, the other's in Chicago. Very similar styles of play, smaller receivers, very fast, twitchy guys, Um, great hands, great speed, great quickness. Um, but those two guys are really spitting images of each other. But it was Tyler who really separated himself. Trey kind of hit the scene first um, being a year older. But, yeah, like like I described earlier, man, when Tyler made his impact in that very first game of 2021, and it really was just, you know, all the way going ever since then. I mean, it was just consistent big plays. Um, they would run little hitch routes and get him in space, um, run little screens for the – uh, line of scrimmage to get him going, but again, it's that it's that route where again his his uncanny ability to make a corner commit to one side, um, and it's really hard. To, it's a skill. It's it's mm-hmm. a really hard thing to do as a receiver to get that uh, to get that defensive back to commit. But Tyler does it really well, and he makes guys look silly. He'll yeah. make you lose your fitting, fitting and your footing and and, and fall. And um, you know, you look at. I think there was a Tulsa, the Tulsa game, his, his, his last year, um, he was wide open and you look at the film and they just got lost. Tyler did a little move at the line of scrimmage and blown coverage and Tyler's 40 yards by himself, but that was routine. I mm-hmm. mean, he just continued found his way to get open. And I think as you're trying to look for Justin Fields to take those steps and to make those strides in his game, having a guy like Tyler, who's sure handed um, who's always open, Um, who can make contested catches even at his size, um, it is really going to be a special weapon for Justin as he continues to progress as a quarterback.
1: Yeah, and obviously that's something we're we're really excited about. Last season, the, the offensive weapons in Chicago outside of the running backs weren't very good, and it really – a lot of people were critical of Justin of it, but I feel like most Bears fans, most Bears media who watch the games on a, on a weekly basis were kind of looking at that like he he doesn't have really anywhere to go with the ball. And this season, the wide receiver room is completely – completely revamped obviously adding dj Moore in the offseason and and tyler scott but this is in addition to a couple pieces that they expect to be able to excel with the help around them and it's a really young room so it's excited for it's exciting for me for tyler also because you mentioned that connection uh with uh what was his name again the the receiver trey tucker Tucker, yes so you mentioned that connection with trey tucker and it's just i want i hope they have that connection here in chicago because obviously when you have a football team where a, a wide receiver room gets a along the way that it looks like they did and they can push each other to be better. It makes the whole room better. And when you look at this though, the receivers right now in Chicago, outside of Tyler Scott are 25, 25, 26, 26, 26. It's a very young, it's a young room. They can all, I I feel like mesh pretty well. It seems like so far, and that'll be fun. Um, Another thing, because we talked about the speed and you mentioned a few times, I mentioned in that original tweet, his little shimmy move that he's able to do to kind of ward off the defenders. Um, And and that's one thing that people talk about is that those moves he is able to make in the open field once he finds some spe- some space um, and what he's able to do with that, which is, it's so fun for me to watch receivers who are able to really do that. And so it, would you describe those moves and how much, a, a big part of how much Tyler was able to stand out that sophomore and junior year?
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, it, it's 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 uh, it, it's a special skill, a special talent. Again, it, it's you have a guy... He's not the only guy who's fast, right mm-hmm. He's not the only guy who's quick and and twitchy and and smooth and I mean there's several guys, especially at the next level who can do those things, but it's about timing it's about leverage um it's about' cause everybody's fast mm-hmm. and every and he's gonna come against long tall uh corners and defensive backs who um are strong and and have length and are bigger than him. Um, but it's finding ways to overcome those deficiencies um, by using leverage and, and trying to get guys um, off balance, and, and that's really what Tyler does best. We can we can talk all day about his his speed and his quickness, but it's his ability to um, gain leverage while using those skills um, that really makes him. You know, I look at a guy like. Um, John Ross, mm-hmm. um, who was a, a wide receiver. I, I think he's no longer active, but he was with the Bengals for a while and he had really phenomenal straight line speed. But one, he couldn't stay healthy, but also just being able to use that speed and that quickness yeah. effectively and timely was a challenge for him. And that's, and that's a challenge for a lot of guys at that level. Um, you know, we talk about football being a very physical sport and it obviously is. But football is a very mental sport as well. And I think what you're getting with Tyler is a very high IQ person, not just from a football perspective, but great grades and, and great discipline in college and in high school. Um, you know, very high character, high IQ guy. So you mix all of these physical, natural tools with just his intelligence on and off the field. Um, I just think it's it's really going to pay dividends for him. But yeah, he, he is a, a special get and I think he was going to fall a little bit in the draft obviously Mm -hmm. because of his size and you know had he had he went to Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame, LSU you know some of those bigger programs maybe he would have been a higher pick but um, you know the fate of of it is working out for the Bears they got a steal late and um, I do believe that it will work out for them.
1: I love it and you just mentioned the the mental side of things which is a very it's a very important aspect of football and you you see guys all the time that You know, maybe struggle a little bit when it comes to picking up playbooks and things like that. And it does not seem like that is an issue with Tyler Scott at all. Everything I've heard so far was how quickly he's catching on to things. And that knowledge is just so important. Being able to understand the playbook and how quickly guys can really pick up on that and know how to transfer onto the field into plays and I know that Cincinnati they went through some offensive changes while he was there was there ever any doubt at all that he was going to be able to pick up that newness quickly or was it kind of Tyler was able to just get into that new offense and get going
2: No, learning, you know, what to do out there was never a challenge for him. Mike Brown um, was his wide receivers coach at Cincinnati. He's now at Wisconsin, but he was a former NFL player, Jacksonville Jaguars and others. Um, Mike would always just rave about not just his leadership, but, you know, his intelligence and also just how he was um, first in every drill. It was him and Trey Tucker next to each other in every single drill um, and Tyler always holding himself accountable. Um, if he dropped the ball, which was rare, you know, he'd do the push ups, make sure he didn't drop the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also was never too hard on himself, never got too down. He was a pretty steady guy, even as he was successful, um, at Cincinnati. And, and we would talk a lot of, to him about his successes, his big routes, his 60, 70, 80 yard, uh, games. He would never be like, you know, filling himself. The ego was never, you know, out of yeah. his, out of out of the world, you know, he really stayed humble and, and, and stayed even keel. And I think that's something that's going to pay dividends as well. Is, look, I don't know what to expect from the Bears um, this season. I think they'll be better. But, you know, what really does that mean? Mm-hmm. I think there will be some growing pains, of course, with a young team, a young quarterback who's still learning and progressing. Um, but I think one thing you'll get with Tyler is whether they win or they lose, whether he has a good game or a bad game, he's going to stay the same guy. You know, you're not going to lose him. He's not going to, you know, throw tipper tantrums on the sideline because he's having a bad day or, you know, Justin Fields misses a throw. He's not going to get up. You know, he's a really team, team-oriented guy. I think the key thing about him at Cincinnati is they went through a bit of a quarterback adventure after yeah. Desmond Ritter uh, left. Desmond was the guy. Desmond leaves. It's been Brian and Evan Prater in a battle these guys battle it out, Ben wins, Ben gets hurt, Evan comes in. It was a really unstable situation at the quarterback uh, position. But one thing that was consistent through all of that was Tyler Scott. It didn't matter who was back there. It didn't matter how good or bad that quarterback was playing. They found Tyler, and Tyler made plays. And, and he's just a really consistent uh, playmaker for whoever's back there behind center. So um, really steady guy, even keel guy, um you know I'm talking a lot about him and I'm talking about him up, man, but he <laughs> I really it. is a special <laughs> a special guy for sure
1: I love that and obviously uh Keith we know what the the quarterback issues are like we know what those feel like in Chicago believe <laughs> me we feel those very deeply um so like yeah. you said we are we are expecting an improvement there's a, a a very large gap of how people feel because they won three football games last year so like you said what does that improvement mean does it mean Six, seven games doesn't mean the division because the division is at a point that they feel like maybe they can take it. And there's people arguing both sides of that. So it will be interesting. But I love that. You, I do feel like Tyler can be kind of like a constant in all of this, and especially with the guys that are now in that wide receiver group with him. And it's funny, you mentioned the pushups, too. Is that his thing? If he, dro- if he drops the ball, he does pushups?
2: yeah i think that's kind of a common thing throughout a lot of a lot of camps and a lot of teams but that was obviously something that cincinnati did is if you drop the ball or even you know missed an assignment or missed the block you come over to the sideline and and that was kind of how you paid your dues got it but it didn't happen often and i (laughs) I think too is the the good thing about tyler is is um you know you you, especially at the college level you have so many receivers and some guys are experienced and older then you got young guys and Tyler really treated every single guy the same, whether you've been there in the front of the line and, and getting all the yards with Tyler and Trey and the others, or if you're a walk-on or a freshman who's just trying to figure out where he fits in in this offense and on this team. Tyler was just such a good dude when you when you interviewed other guys about him um, and his, his, his uh, demeanor, his attitude, um, his outlook. He's just a very positive guy, always smiling, always joking. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you're really getting, you know, a high character, high value guy in him. Um, And it's going to be exciting to watch him grow. I know that he wants to have a special career at that next level. I know he was excited to have had a great junior campaign that allowed him to leave school and head to the NFL. So, Um, He's thrilled, uh, after speaking with him, to be in a situation where he can really learn and grow and have an impact early. And it sounds like he's already doing it, having this phenomenal camp. So I'm happy to see that.
1: He definitely is. Final one for you, Keith, before I let you go. because uh, So he's a fourth-round pick, obviously. And we have another guy, Darnell Mooney, uh, also a bit undersized, which I think is the one weakness that a lot of people associate with both Tyler Scott and Darnell is their size. Um, But Darnell was drafted in the fifth round, and that was looking in the face of a contract extension this season with the Bears. Bears fans, massive fans of Darnell Mooney. He's just been one of the most consistent pieces of the offense since he came to the Bears. Um, and I just, I do feel like it gives me those vibes with Tyler Scott. So it'll be really cool to me if in like you know three, four years we're looking and we're looking at both a, a fifth round and a fourth round pick making massive plays for the Chicago Bears and being part of a winning team, which be which would be so fun for me. Um, but what was the reaction around? cincinnati when he was drafted and the expectations of what he's going to be able to do in the nfl
2: yeah the, the reaction i think first of all was that it's it's cool to be still relatively close to home for him mm-hmm. like you know it's ohio and northern ohio specifically is not that far from chicago it's a heck it's an easy train ride an easy flight so his family is able to um come and support him and watch him and that's always big for these guys there, especially early on in their careers they're getting acclimated into being a professional. Um, and I think too, like it's, it's Tyler and Trey Tucker, as I keep kind of looping those guys in with one another, lumping those guys in, they were pros already. They really held themselves to a high standard and and held the room, the receiving room to a high standard. Um, So they've been conducting themselves as pros far before they got to their respective training camps, far before Tyler, you know, joined the Bears organization. He's been moving like a pro, coming early, staying late, studying more, um, you know, prioritizing his schoolwork, getting that out of the way, keeping those grades up, and then focusing on football. He's been moving as a pro. You know, there's stories of uh, him being in front of the jugs machine, like at random hours of the day, mm-hmm. you know, when the football team is doing whatever, not even together, you can find Trey or Trey and Tyler both, but Tyler especially, right in front of the jug machine, working on his hands, working on his routes. Um, he really takes this thing seriously because he loves it and enjoys it and appreciates everything that, that the game of ball has afforded him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been a pro for a very, very long time and the fact that he's able um, to join an organization who's really trying to turn this thing around mm-hmm. consciously, um, intentionally. You know, making their building good habits over there in Chicago after not having them for a while. You know, you you like where Chicago is trending. And I think that's a good thing to go to an organization that's going in the right direction. So it fits on both sides. And it makes sense why the Bears would bring him in. Um, And I think just everything that he did at the college level will only continue um, he'll only continue that at the pro level and only try to hopefully make that, you know, an even more uh, impact at, at that level. So it, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun.
1: It definitely will. Ryan Poles is, is a big-time uh, character guy, and we've noticed that very quickly in his two seasons here with the Bears. So it definitely does make sense why Tyler Scott is someone he would select. Uh, real quick before I let you go, because I will tell you that my second favorite quarterback behind Justin Fields in the NFL right now is Joe Burrow. I love him. Nice. I think he's just I, I love his personality. I love just like how yeah. goofy is uh, he is. Like, last season, I think with the, he came out with the wrong jersey on or the wrong number, and he was just like, oh, <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like, I love this guy. And obviously he's a fantastic football player. Uh, injury-wise, everything okay over there with Joe Burrow.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it, For everything from out the organization, it feels like that this is just something that, you know, they just want to be cautious with. It's not a it, the video looked much worse mm-hmm. than what the actual injury is. Yeah, I thought it was going to be no Achilles reason. at
1: first. I was like, yeah, oh, no. it,
2: it, it was scary. Yeah. It was it was obviously a scary injury. And for Joe, look, he's unfortunately he's had either injuries or, you know, appendicitis or just something. different things <laughs> going on through camp that has kind of, you know, held him out of it. Um, but if, if there's one quarterback who doesn't need preseason, right? Yeah. Joe's good. Oh, you know, yeah. he's 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 been able to 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 put together a good young career so far here. Um so yeah, there's just no concern out of out of camp and, and out of that squad. I think he's good to okay. go. Um they just wanna make sure that they don't put any, you know, added pressure on, yeah. on him or the injury. And they got some some decent backups there that can hold down the floor until he gets back. So um, the Bengals, they got big plans yes. this season and have a very, uh, what could be maybe a small window here to mm-hmm. really do something special. So they, they want to make sure... They do whatever they can to keep number nine (laughs) upright and healthy. (laughs)
1: Definitely. The the script writer, the NFL script writers have not been very nice to Joe Burrow. But um, it's yes, I I definitely am cheer I cheer for I I really appreciate. I think the Bengals are an organization that most people like no one really dislikes unless maybe you're in that division. Like maybe if you're Steelers, you hate Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But everybody else, I posted something on Twitter recently. Like, does anybody not like Joe Burrow? And every comment was like, he's amazing. We love Joe Burrow. He's fantastic. And this is even. I also work in Jacksonville with the Jaguars, so this is coming from AFC fans. A lot of them also. He's just that guy and that that organization that people really they kind of cheer for. Uh, But, anyways, Keith, thanks so much for hopping on with me. I really appreciate talking Tyler Scott with you. It's my pleasure. All right, and good luck with everything.
2: You too. Thanks. Bye bye.
1: Thanks to Keith Jenkins from Associated Press for hopping on with me. Uh, Obviously, it's one weekend to practice and to excuse me, training camp, and so we have. A a long way to go, and preseason's going to be here before we know it. Once we really get onto the football field is really when you get to see how— Good. Some of these guys are, but the the flashes that we have seen from Tyler Scott have been really, really fun. Um, it really is having some people question what's going to happen with Phelis Jones just because of how much he has popped at camp and how many receivers the Bears plan to keep. All of that, are, all of those things are going to be questions that have to be addressed within this next month, and it's going to be really interesting. But it seems like Tyler Scott has the personality, the knowledge, the moves, the speed, the the just drive, everything that Ryan Poles and the Bears want in that wide receiver room so it'll be super interesting to see how this goes but again thanks to Keith Jenkins for joining me and talking Tyler Scott Uh, I'll have a couple more of these coming for you the next few weeks on maybe some underrated underdog type guys that we can get to know a little bit more uh, that maybe I didn't talk about before the draft during the draft after the draft and now we're maybe popping a little bit so we want to know a little bit more about them that is for today Uh, so Another episode of Making Monsters. I'm Taylor Dahl, and I will catch you guys next time.